Welcome to Tom Talks College, Episode 11, Test Drive Majors with Four-Year Curriculum Plans. I am Tom Cleese, founder of On-Campus College Planning in Fitchburg, Wisconsin, and my job is to help your family take positive steps on the journey to an incredible college experience. Today, I'm going to teach you how to take a positive and very simple step by using four-year curriculum plans to test drive potential majors. Now, four-year curriculum plans are an amazingly powerful but sometimes confusing tool that high school students and, and frankly parents usually don't know exist. But we're going to fast forward to see what classes you'll be taking as a college freshman, sophomore, and then even into junior and senior year where the titles get really specific and you're going to be learning a lot about that major and career just from looking at those titles and the descriptions of the courses. And this is going to help you give, get insight into whether this might be a good major for you or not. Now, I'm going to be explaining what these are, where to find them, how to use them, and then I also have some really easy to follow notes and examples uh, linked in a PDF so you can see what I'm talking about. You can click the show notes in this podcast, open the attachment if you receive this via email, or contact me and just say, I, I need the notes for that. So let's go back a few years, and, and I'm speaking right now to parents. When, when we were watching our kids, maybe they're in elementary school, maybe they're in middle school, and we're watching them do something that they really enjoy, and they're probably pretty good at it, we often make this really quick and direct connection between what we're seeing in the moment and a possible career. Here's an example, and this one, this one is almost literally out of my mouth. Wow, look what you made with Legos. You should be an architect. Or, wow, you sure do love animals. You should be a vet. I mean, the world is full of, of 10-year-old future vets. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with this, and, and any time that we can open up a young mind to thinking about what might lie ahead is, is generally a good thing. But the connections that we're making are often really quick and kind of obvious, and they miss a critical step. What are you actually going to study in college to become an architect or a vet or a teacher or a physician's assistant? So let's talk about that budding architect. She has these visions of designing gleaming skyscrapers and probably an amazing beach home for her mom uh, when you retire. But the study of architecture is filled with really highly detailed and often tedious design work. You're, you're not designing skyscrapers on day one of college. Architecture students practically live in the studio. And from digging into a four-year curriculum plan, you might find out that it might not be a four-year plan. Maybe it's a five-year Bachelor of Architecture degree. Maybe in some states, to be certified, you need a master's. Now, the kid engrossed in Legos at age eight doesn't need to know about those things. But as we get closer to college, as we start to really think about some of these things, you know, sophomore, junior, and especially senior year, we want to know what am I going to be taking in college, not just what's the name of the major. So that's where four-year curriculum plans really come into play. Okay, so we're going to think of these kind of like a window into the future. And, and I'm going to give one, one really quick example. But before I do, let me just start with a little bit more of a definition and some tips for finding them. A four-year curriculum plan really is, is a roadmap of all the courses you're going to take to earn a specific degree. Um, the best ones I like, uh, and they've, I've got some great examples in the notes, they're, they're very visual, very graphic. They break things down year by year and even semester by semester. So it becomes kind of like a grid with, with a listing of 
courses. They talk about the classes you need to take for your major. They talk about the general education requirements that you may need to take. They also give some of the electives as, a, as an upperclassman as well. But sometimes they go by different names. So they might just be four-year plans or curriculum plans. Major maps is a term I've seen a lot. Academic plans. Sometimes it's just major requirements. So you do have to hunt around for them a little bit. The place where I generally find them is on a department's web page. So as I, as I click through the academics, usually on a college website, up at the top, there are three big A tabs about admissions academics. I click academics. I scroll down. I find either the department or the major or the, the college if it's a university. And, and then I find, let's say, biology. That's what I'm going to use. And then within the biology uh, homepage, I'm looking for another link that says academics or maybe undergraduate. And, and if you, you get lost there, jump back out to Google and type in the name of the college, the major that you want to see, and then some combination of those, of those terms that I gave you for your curriculum plan. You'll probably get a link right to it. You sometimes might find them in course catalogs as well. All right. Now, some of these are just going to be um, a list of courses on a web page, and it might not be broken down year for year. Um, that's not as helpful. So I'm going to focus on ones that are a little bit easier, especially if you're just getting started with this. Let's really focus on the ones that are the most user friendly to kind of get our, our uh, hands or our, our hands on this, get our arms wrapped around this. Um, remember, they are not written or designed necessarily for us. They are for usually current students who are probably sitting across from an advisor or a professor and they're, they're planning for the next semester. So sometimes we're going to have to uh, decipher a few things, but you'll, you'll be okay and you'll start to learn more about these. Um, you're listening to me right now on a podcast, so you might be driving or you might be walking, and, and I'm going to give you an oversimplified verbal description of a visual document. That's not easy to do, but I will do my best. And the one I'm going to be describing is in the notes again, and it's Iowa State. It's a biology bachelor of science, and there are two in there. One of them is for the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. That's the one I'm going to do. And there's also one for the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. So real quickly, uh, when you get to the notes, you can you can see the link for both of those, and they also have a description of of like or a link to a page that says why do you have biology in, in kind of two different buildings, two different parts of the campus, and that's one of the ways that we can use a curriculum plan is to really really get into the to the details between this major and that major between colleges or even within a college or university. So let's go to this, and I'm, I'm going to describe it for you. It's a single piece of paper. Biology four-year plan, College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, and there are two columns. The column on the left says freshman year. The column on the right, uh, or the column on the left says uh, fall semester. Second one on the right says spring semester, and then it's uh, freshman year, sophomore, junior, senior, just going from top to bottom. And what you're going to see is a progression from freshman year uh, on into the next years, where you're taking a little bit of your major and a fairly heavy dose of uh, general education or liberal arts or core requirements, whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the art history course that they said would broaden your horizons that you really don't remember anything from. And, and we're going to go from basically sort of a half and half type of thing in freshman year to then maybe three quarters of your classes in your sophomore are related to your major. And in this example, junior year is basically five sixths major and only one sixth gen ed. And then senior year, they kind of bounce back to a, a more 
50-50 split. And part of that is just because they've sort of backloaded some of your general education requirements. So there are different ways to do this, obviously, but the, the whole idea is that there is this progression from not as much in my major to full on lots of my major. And there's a very definite reason that colleges do that. I'm going to come back to that a little bit later, and I'm going to call that the, the safety net uh, effect. So if I look at this uh, in terms of the, the major, it's, it's not all biology. In fact, there's a, a bio 211, principles of biology and lab, and that runs all year. It's a four credit course. There's also just a one credit kind of getting to understand biology and maybe future careers, that type of thing that uh, new bio majors are going to take. But then there's also a pretty chunky uh, five credit general chemistry and lab. And that counts as a major requirement. It's over in the chemistry department, right? But in order to major in biology, you need those chemistry credits. So that counts as your major as well. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know, further and further and further. And a lot of times when you get to third year and especially fourth year, you're going to see things like uh, advanced biology with lab choice, advanced biology choice. All right. So now, now I need to go back to the department website and look for a list of upper level courses. And this might be where I bounce out to that course catalog because these are just kind of placeholders for those classes. After the first couple of years, I don't know what the exact name of the courses are. And there are gonna be some different choices where I can really specialize in, in genetics or zoology or, or botany or, or whatever it might be. So that's what a four-year plan looks like, okay? And again, click on the notes and you can take a look at that. Now, one of the most interesting experiences that I've had with this was um, it ended up being a good thing, but it was, it was kind of a hard lesson at the time. Uh, a young man came in and we were, we were building a college list for him and, and we were going through some of the colleges that I had, that I had thought might be a good match for him. And he, he's going to be an engineer, he told me. He's really interested in that, likes problem solving, likes kind of tinkering around, he's taken the toaster apart many times and put it back together. And he, and he likes the, the West. He likes the Rockies. He likes to snowboard or ski. And so I thought Colorado State, that sounds like a perfect fit. So he's sitting down in my office and I'm sitting right next to a flat screen and I have the four-year plan from Colorado State up on my uh, screen and I'm sitting right next to it in a chair and kind of pointing some things out, explaining what it is in kind of the same way that I'm explaining this to you. And I turn around and he is white as a ghost. And I said, what's up? You okay? Are you, are you sick? I don't think I can handle that much math. And, and he's sort of pointing at fall semester, sophomore year, and it says calculus three. I said, what math are you in right now? Well, I'm in pre-calc and I'm probably gonna take calc uh, AB next year. Okay, so he, I mean, he's a junior and we're thinking about calculus and he hasn't, hasn't done any yet, but that was overwhelming to him. He didn't know that there would be that much math. We talked more about it. He says he's pretty good in math, but it's starting to get a lot harder. He's not sure if he wants to do that, my, that much math. So I said, well, we, we can look at some other colleges that offer this major, but pretty much what you're going to see is there's a whole lot of calculus if you're going to be a mechanical engineer and, and for many good reasons. So we talked about some other majors. We eventually bounced over to a business major and we saw like business statistics. And I think there was a calculus for business majors, but that's certainly not to the level of Calc 3. And uh, the, the color came back to his face. And I said, all right, you need to go home and think about this. this. This is not the day that you decide not to be a mechanical engineer, but now you can go into this eyes wide open and you understand what it might be like to study engineering. It's more than just 
you know, tinkering around and doing things like that. So that's when this really comes into play and it can be a great experience. Now, students can do this on their own or parents you can you can join in with them because maybe you've taken some of these courses and, and maybe you understand, you know, I never took organic chemistry, but I'm certainly gonna point out that you're gonna have to take and pass, by the way, organic chemistry if you wanna go into something medical related. And, and I think that's pretty important for the student who, you know, maybe like this guy, wasn't too jazzed about chem the first time they took it and avoided AP chem and then is going to be in sophomore year storing, staring organic chemistry right in the face. And we need to talk about that before we get that far down the path. So if I, if I back up to this idea of the, of the safety net, all I'm saying here is that it's, it's a good thing that colleges have you sort of sample some different things, try some, some things outside your major in the beginning because there's no great stats on this, but a lot of us do change majors. And sometimes we change drastically from, you know, a STEM field to the humanities or social science to business, whatever. Now, if I'm, if I'm taking more of the general ed courses my first year and maybe even into my sophomore year, that, that can be an easier transition. Um, and, and also what I can do with these four-year curriculum plans is I can start to look at some related majors. Let's say that you are interested in the STEM field and so biology is there and chemistry and physics and, and engineering and, and math and data science, et cetera. If you look at those, especially in the first year, I think you're going to find a lot of a lot of similar coursework. In fact, I was doing this for uh, University of Minnesota the other day for a student. And man, there are a lot of majors where it says uh, you got to take calc and you got to take physics both semesters as a freshman and then, you know, freshman composition and a humanities course and something else like that. Well, the great thing about that is it it lets me test drive these these different majors a little bit and think about these things as I'm doing the the coursework that is common to all of those majors. So that can be kind of a safety net and a, and a good thing so that you can steer a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right. Now, not all majors are like that. Okay. The, if we go back to architecture, architecture is a design field and a lot of design majors are very very cohort-based, very kind of prescriptive from the beginning of you're taking this, 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 et cetera, in a specific sequence. And sometimes you're taking a lot of your major courses right away. So if I get done with a year as an architecture or a pre-architecture student, right, if I have to apply to get in once I'm in the university, it can be really tough to change from architecture to business or history or something like that. Now, that is not a reason to avoid architecture, but it is a reason to look at four-year curriculum plans so that you know what you're going to be take, taking. I'm a former university art professor, and students who wanted to major in art were often very, very surprised that they didn't just come into my studio and paint and draw whatever they wanted because that's kind of what they were doing in high school. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to learn the language of design. We're kind of taking you back to square one. That is the way that we do it. So these are four-year curriculum plans. You can find them on every college website. You have to hunt around a little bit, but just like anything else, once you get up to speed, I think you're going to uh, start to recognize, you know, the, the common things between this one and that one. On the notes, I've got, I've got some biology uh, four-year plans, and I've also got some business. And I just chose those because uh, they're very common 
And, you know, one science related, one business related, a lot of students are thinking about those kinds of things. And, and you know what, even if, if you as a student or you as a parent, you know that, you know, that's not what we're interested in, maybe just spend 15 minutes looking through the notes and comparing some of them. I've got some comments in there and it'll kind of walk you through just kind of a, a test drive real quickly. So you may, you may want to do that as well. Okay. For your curriculum plans, here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you, if you're a student or, or a parent, I want you to commit to spending 15 minutes this week. Whenever you're listening to this on a Thursday, Friday, or whatever, just say within the next week, I'm going to do 15 minutes of that. I'm going to look at, at Tom's notes. I'm going to go find some of these in majors that I'm more interested in, and, and I'm just going to learn a little bit from these, and then put it on the back burner and come back when you want. But spend 15 minutes, learn how to locate them, learn how to read them. It's almost like reading a map, if you remember how to do that. It's a long time ago and start to become more acquainted with that and use these as a powerful but simple tool to test drive and to really understand what you're going to be doing as that architecture student, that pre-vet student, the engineer, all of those kinds of things. I think you're really going to get a lot from this and it's going to be a great uh, tool on the way to figuring out not just that major, but which college really offers the version of the major that meets your career needs best. This is Tom for Tom Talks College, formerly known as the On-Campus College Planning Podcast, and I'm looking forward to helping your family take positive steps on the journey to incredible college experience.